Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Bridget Grimes. Bridget, are you ready to do this? I am. Excellent. I am. Thanks, George. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Let's let's go. Bridget is a CFP. She's the founder and president of Wealth Choice. She's working with female executives to help them align their financial and life goals. And she is the author of Corner Office Choices. Again, I'm excited to have you on, Bridget. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So um, I'll tell you, George. My personal story is the entire reason of why I do what I do. So many years ago, I um, found myself uh, in the middle of a divorce, which happens to a lot of folks. And I had been on Wall Street for a long time, and I had never paid a bill, right? I had kids, I had a career, I was really busy. Um, and even though I was in finance, I kind of abdicated my financial life to my husband. And it was only when we were splitting up that I realized that I had no clue as to what would happen to me, right? So how will I have time to worry about my own future? And at about the same time, ironically, two very good friends of mine were going through a similar thing. Now, one is a surgeon, really successful woman, a breadwinner in her family. The other was running a media company. So these were smart women um, with a lot on their plate, and they found themselves in the same place. And at that time, I thought, man, there is nobody out there who is helping women like us. And what's going to happen to us? And so it truly is why I decided to launch my practice. And so Wealth Choice was launched in September 2016. Um, I had actually gone into business for uh, and worked at some established uh, financial planning firms. Um, Wealth Choice came out of that experience a number of years later when I realized that I could only serve clients the way I wanted if I ran the firm myself and choose to help women I wanted. So um, rather than have some high ticket requirement that you have to have lots of money, um, I wanted to help women who didn't have a time to think about how do I even amass that money when I can't see past today. So Wealth Choice really was my answer to, hey, I'm going to help these professional women live the life that they want. I'm going to take over the financial part um, because they just don't have the time. Nice. I appreciate all that. Live the financial life that they want because they do not have the time. That is music to my ears right there. That is. <laughs> so if we're able to, to help somebody and give them clarity and peace of mind and Whatever it might be, that's that that's that, that's such an awesome thing to be able to provide, and the the reality that that you found personally, and then from looking around the industry and being a part of it, is that such a a thing did not exist. You know, not it really didn't. It really doesn't. Um, and it's been, you know, so my folks are busy, and one of the biggest issues is they don't even know where the money goes, right? So you're on this treadmill, and all you do is go, and so. I found that if they at least knew where the money went, they could be more intentional about, uh, intentional about where it goes. Um, so just some of the things uh, through working with women professionals over the years, you realized, God, I, if only they knew these things and if only we could focus on these things. But in traditional financial planning firms, there isn't a lot of time for that because so much of it is just bringing the money. That's the firm model. And you don't have the time to spend as you might like. And as you really need you to help people. 
you know, it's it's it sounds like such a silly thing, right? That actually helping people to gain an understanding of where the money is going. You know, these are people, um, if it's a man or a woman, who are incredibly high achievers. You referenced a surgeon. You referenced a media executive that just they're so busy earning the money that they just don't know where where, where, where it's all going and all, all, all the moving parts. So if you can help people to put those pieces together, what an incredibly valuable thing. And it seems like such an obvious thing that the industry should be helping people with that, but not necessarily the case. So, No. And you know, what's interesting too, is that oftentimes, um, you know, there could be, they could be earning a ton of money, but it doesn't necessarily translate into a fulfilling life. Right. And so, I try to back into, okay, what do you want to do that's going to give you joy? Not just from a compensation standpoint, but from quality of life, right? Because at the end of this, we're all gone. So, I mean, my goal is that this ride that we're on, it's a valuable ride. It's the way you'd like it to be. So how do we do that? Right. That's the whole idea here, right? I'm working so I can live. I'm not living necessarily to work. So, all right. So, so how does, how does that process work? So, it really starts with knowing what that ideal life looks like, right? So I'm going to tell you, I have found over the years of working with these women that there are four huge financial derailers. Um, and that's actually why I wrote the book Corner Office Choices. So these four issues are very common to women professionals. And it starts with not really knowing what you want that life to look like. Super basic, right? But if you don't know what you want, how do you plan for it? And financial planning is all about having some sort of a game plan to get you to where you want to be. It has to start with introspection. And so one of the things that we spend time with, with every client is, okay, what do you want that life to look like personally, professionally, and financially in a perfect world? And you start with big picture, right? 30,000 foot view. Um, And then we we have to help folks flesh out the details, right? Because it's not just, hey, I want to buy this you know, five bedroom house in Southern California in two years. It has to be, okay, so I'd like to buy this house, it's gonna cost X. I'm going to need X for down payment, and then what can I really afford? So it's really getting into the numbers after you've figured out what you want it to be, what, what you'd really like it to look like. You know, man, I'd love to send my kids to college. Well, what does that mean? Does it mean four years of Stanford? Does it mean community college? Does it mean I'm gonna give them 50 grand and they're good to go? So we really start with, what do you want your life to look like? What are your intentions? What are the things that are important to you to fund? Um, You know, what does that career look like? So a big part of what we do, um, and another one of the derailers, so not knowing what you want, super important. uh, One of the other uh, four derailers is having a game plan around your career. So how do you manage that career or that business you run? from a compensation, but also, like I said before, from a quality of life standpoint, because that will drive the money. But I have plenty of folks I have worked with who have the money and are miserable. So it can't just be the money. And so we spend time with what do you really want that to look like? And many of this, uh, many of these conversations is, so I'd really love to work till I'm, I don't know, 50, for example. And then I want to dial it back and I want to work for a nonprofit that's truly meaningful to me. So it's the conversation we have around the career piece. Maybe you own a business. Well, what's your exit strategy? Um, how much are we really going to get from that business? You know, as you know, as a small business owner, I can tell you that the business is only worth 
um, what I create it to be worth, right? And if I get hit by a bus, what is that business truly going to be worth? So it's conversation conversations around the comp part, compensation part, but it has to be connected to the quality of life and my family and and my wishes and my values. So you spend time on that piece too, which I've found is kind of unique for my industry. Our, my industry really tends to spend more time on the, on the numbers. Um, but the numbers, you have to understand what you're trying to solve for before you can get into the numbers. Yeah, I very much appreciate that. I, th- I, think, it, I think it's right on. Obviously, it's important to understand what the quantitative stuff is. We need to know the numbers. I think that that's sort of given, but it is the, the qualitative. It's what do you want your life to look like? What do you, how, how, how do you want to spend your time? Just all of those things that I think maybe we have passing ideas on, but unless you actually take the time to have the conversations and put pen to mm-hmm. paper and really dig into it, um, that's, you're just never going to, you're, you're never going to get there because you don't really know what that is. So you need to be able to do that. And then I imagine that, that then marrying those two things together. And if there's choices that need to be made or trade-offs or decisions, if you're just making tough decisions based on numbers, that probably isn't going to stick. But if you're making tough decisions based on what you really want, that's how probably brings it all together. Yeah, absolutely. And it is all about choices, isn't it? Right. So we we can't necessarily have everything we want right now. And so we'll have to make choices, all of us. And I think that's just life. Right. I mean, I, I look at where I was 10, 15, 20 years ago, and I never thought I'd be where I am now. And lots of things have happened along the way. So um, it's it's making choices, smart financial choices, but choices that are more intentional. And then knowing that you may have to make adjustments along the way. Mm hmm. Yeah. And being that you have now sort of engaged in this planning process and that you're almost not expecting to pivot or make changes, but you're probably in a better frame of mind and more feeling in control so that when curveballs come your way or you do want to shift or pivot, that's it's easier. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's, uh, it's important to have a good partner. So you know, whoever you engage with for financial planning, it needs to be somebody who can not only hold you hold you accountable, but also really be a good sounding board because it's 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 fielding questions um, throughout the year of things that happen to you that come at you. Right. COVID was a perfect example. I mean, I had conversations I, I had hoped to never have with some clients. Right. I mean, things happened for jobs and life and and we had to. We have to have hard conversations. And so what do we do when we lose our job, right? You know, are we prepared for this? And how do we keep solvent? And how do we not lose the house? And, you know, a lot of things were put in place that protected people. But um, some of these experiences were really depressing for people. And, you know, it may, in some cases, maybe it made it hard for them to continue to work. So it's having those hard conversations and and being with a partner who you're comfortable with having these conversations, because I want to make sure that the choices that are made are the best choices for people, right? That you're not letting emotions take take control of the decision making. I mean, if you remember last March when the stock market was absolutely getting hammered and, you know, we planners were supposed to be the voice of reason. You talk to people off the ledge, you tell them, to, you know, turn off the television you know, this is why you have a good partner. It was hard. It was hard to give people the um, the hope that they really desperately wanted in a time when no one really knew. I, mean, I don't have a crystal ball. None right. of us does. 
So how do you provide people with um, with that hope and how do you trust that you're doing the right thing, right? And this is where I'm sure most of us in my industry got a tremendous number of, of calls from people who were truly scared in the whole year as it played out. And even now, you know, I mean, we're still in this crazy period, but I think that this is where you have the best laid plans, you know, it is what it is, but if you've got a partner who can help you with, with you know, think things through without making crazy choices um, that will hurt you, that's really important. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, being in, in the midst of it, it's the whole saying, you know, it's impossible to know what's inside the jar if you're, no, you can't read what's on the label if you're inside the jar kind of a thing, right? So when I'm in the midst of it and I'm trying to make decisions, but oh my goodness, I'm just in the midst of it, so it's hard for me to make decisions. Having a sounding board and somebody who has been working with you and understands what it is that you're trying to accomplish and time horizons and all those things is, is an invaluable thing. So the going back to these four um, four items that it's you need to be mindful of it's you don't it's, you just need to know what it is that you actually want you have to have a game plan around your career what are the other two sure one is knowing where the money's going so having a really clear picture of what are your fixed expenses right so what do you have to pay every month for and then after that what do you choose to spend the rest of your money on and we call that discretionary spending so by knowing where your money goes, you can choose to, to put it where it's more intentional. Um, for example, I have a client, new client, who wants to buy a house in an area that's really out of control right now. There's only so much money. And so we have dug into the numbers. We know exactly how much they are spending on these fixed expenses and how much truly is left to spend in other places. And in their case, they'd like to take some of that discretionary money and they'd like to spend more on a mortgage. And so that's possible, but there will have to be give and take, right? So there's only so much money that comes in. Um, and how do we make really smart choices without blowing it, right? Becoming house poor. Um, and this is, so that's just one example, but whatever your, whatever your goals are, I just got off the phone with a woman who said to me, COVID was not a good experience for her. It was very hard on her life um, from a compensation standpoint. She's not a client. She just reached out to me for some feedback. And um, she would like to retire really soon. She's done. And so, um, you know, she shared some numbers and we walked through, okay, here's what I see, totally cursory 30,000 foot view, what you've shared so far. And I said, you know, I'm not seeing that you can stop work right now. I'm not seeing that. Do you know how much you need to spend for your fixed expenses? And she knew, um, and we could back into some numbers and I said, okay, you're gonna have some work to do before you can get to the point where you can stop work completely. But um, by, by in her case, perhaps she can lower those fixed expenses, right? Depending on what your goal is, but not knowing um, is a really big factor for my clients, for women professionals. And it goes back to, they're too busy, right? They're way too busy. So I say, make it easy on yourself. There's a ton of apps that you can use. Um, you can put them on your phone. There's Mint, there's, uh, you need a budget. There's there's a whole ton that you can access. Some are, you have to pay for, some are, are free. But get your hands around where the money's going. Um, because once you know that, then you can say, okay, well, how much can I actually really parse out for these different things that are important to me? So that's definitely one of the four. Um, the last of the four derailers that I, as I call them, is having a plan of action. 
So great to know what it is that you want out of life. Um, you've identified where your money's going so you can choose to spend it differently. You have a plan around your career or your business, which where you're, it's a good, good mix of compensation and quality of life. But then the plan of action, putting pen to paper. There's been so many studies that say if you actually write down what your intentions are, your chances of reaching the goals are greater, right? So we know that, but then do it. And that's the challenge. And that's where I think if you have a partner, if you have um, a planner who you can really work with, they can hold you accountable. Now, I know everybody's really busy. So the goal is not to inundate people with a, you know, a huge long list of things that you're not going to do because you'll just freeze and walk away and nothing will happen. So instead we say, okay, let's prioritize what needs to happen first. Um, you know, what's a short-term goal? What do you need to do in the next couple of years? What has to absolutely happen this very second? And then let's incrementally tick them off. And, you know, you make things, I, I break everything into a quarter. Okay. So what are you going to try to accomplish in the next few months? Um, what can we maybe push off to the next quarter? Um, but just pick a couple things and then start to really focus on them. And that plan of action can truly translate into success for folks. I love it. It's so true. Like that just like, it seems like we all have a vision for what we want our future to look like and goals and desires, but so few of us have, have, have them, you know, we're so busy just doing what we do. And so mm -hmm. to, to, to your point, actually taking the time to put pen to paper on all these things just makes all the difference and having a plan for actually achieving it. I love it. Well, Bridget, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? So I would just say, um, you know, the most important thing is to spend time thinking about what you want your ideal life to look like. Break it out personally, professionally, and financially, and really detail it out. And spend some time, you know, what are your values? What would you, you know, what is most important to you in a perfect world? Because unless you really think about what you want, chances of it happening are just slim. And it is the very first step of financial planning. What are you really trying to accomplish? So sounds so basic, right? This is doesn't, it's not like, you know, what's my balance sheet look like? It's so basic, but it drives the whole financial planning process. Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets come up. Come on. Yes. Get it, get it. Take the time to understand and know, clarify, crystallize what you want professionally, personally, and then financially, and yes, I think that that does absolutely drive the whole process. I love it. Well, Bridget, thank you thanks. so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Oh, thanks. Um, so you can learn more about Wealth Choice at wealthchoice.com. That's our website. Um, we also have a book, Corner Office Choices, which you can get on Amazon. But I did want to tell your listeners, uh, you know, I wrote that book to help women and it really runs through every single thing and a lot of client stories. Um, so it's it's written in a way where it's hopeful, it's approachable and it uses it, it, I share every single resource that I use. Right. So whether it's in the back of the book, our appendix, it covers every um, every uh, cash flow uh, app that I actually like. Um, but it will also have our spreadsheets and. The other thing I would mention is if somebody wanted to have a copy of this goals worksheet, we call it passions and pursuits. And that's the worksheet that everybody goes through for their, um, their, their personal, professional and financial goals. I am more than happy to share. So you can find our contact information on the website and just shoot me an email and we will send you a book. 
um, if you'd like, and we'll definitely share the the um, Passion and Pursuits uh, worksheet with folks. I love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Bridget your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to wealthchoice.com and reach out and ask for a copy of the worksheet, the Passions and Pursuits worksheet, as well as a copy of the book, which is Corner Office Choices, and connect with Bridget that way. Thanks again, Bridget. Yeah, thank you, George. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. You as well. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.